In a world where a best friend who also happens to be a distant relative decide <laughs> to create a podcast. And now you say like, you say something from like the movie, right? Right, right? Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. So like, I'm making waffles. Yes. They brought together two of the best kinds of things. What are the two things? I don't, I don't know. Just go. go. I, I have to come up yeah, with Yeah, go it? with something. Okay. Okay. The Scottish accents and animation. But then something happened. Two years have gone by since we've seen these two friends and also distant relatives. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag COVID. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, things happen. But <laughs> now they're back. So get ready to get. Shrek. Shrek. <laughs> oh my gosh, Nicole, we're back. We're back. We're here, and we're we're. I, you know what? It has been too long since I've been trekked. It, so. it has been a while. It's been mm-hmm. basically literally almost three years. I know. I mean, <laughs> it's. Um, I know. I think we took longer. We took longer to record our third episode than it did for Shrek 2 to come out after Shrek 1. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that just means that uh, we've had plenty of time to perfect it. No, absolutely. That's that's exactly what we've been doing. We've been we've been perfecting our craft. And so Mm -hmm. now we now we know what we're doing. I think both of us have gotten mic upgrades since then. Yes, we've gotten mic upgrades. We've we've mm-hmm. moved. Both of us are in That's new true. locations. Uh, somebody, I don't know who, um, but somebody is like a published author now, which is pretty <laughs> cool. So who's that? I don't know. <laughs> but I heard I heard the book is pretty good and it's getting pretty good reviews so far. So you know. Oh, I think. <laughs> Oh goodness. But it is, you know, it is nice to be back. Um mm-hmm. I watched this on so I watched uh we're talking about scene 3 today and I watched this the mm-hmm. other day and I just part of me wanted to sit and watch the whole movie just yeah. I I don't know, just because it was just nice. It was nice to know that we were going to get back to this and I just mm-hmm. wanted to sit down and watch the whole movie, but I had other things to do. So I had to be like I can't yeah. I can't just sit down and watch Shrek right now. That I think that's like the magic of Shrek, though. It's so cozy, mm-hmm. you know, like it, it feels familiar, mm. even if you haven't seen it yet. Like it just feels comfortable. Yeah. And so when people watch it, they just you just f- get sucked mm-hmm. in. No, I agree. It, I, it is something about the that like. <clears throat> I, and I'm not trying to sound old here, but that quote unquote, like old school, like type of movie, you yeah. know, I, I mean, if it does, like I said, it feels weird saying that, but it did that. I mean, it came out over 20 years ago. Yeah. Which is insane (laughs) to think that. Yes. Very insane. And also really impressive to how well the animation has held up. Oh my gosh. No, absolutely. Um, 
I know, uh, and we'll talk about this more when we uh, start breaking down the scene. But I know a lot of the a, a lot of the like CGI and a lot of the animators were talking have like you know done interviews and stuff like that. And for them, it, it the hardest thing for them to uh, to animate was water and fire which is understandable you know water and fire is something that like constantly moves and has kind of like a different obviously like different textures and stuff and you know fast forward 20 years and that the you know the blue people movie the second one came out (laughs) that that's all about water (laughs) like they had to they basically had to create their own uh like program to like handle Mm -hmm. all that water and so the fact that they were just able to do as much as they could with you know very limited resources is just it's yeah. inc- it's incredible. Yeah, and it I think we might have already mentioned this in one of the earlier episodes, but as for mentioned, it's been 3 years, so mm-hmm. um I don't remember, but <laughs> it, it took 4 and a half years yeah. for this animation to be completed. They started it and 4 and a, that's longer. <laughs> Than we took our hiatus for. <laughs> some people, uh, some people don't even finish their undergraduate degree in that amount of time, right? And you know what? Like, it's and that's fine. And, you know you what? Do yeah, you. take your time. Take your time. <laughs> no. But yeah, four and a half years—that's just like that's crazy to me. Like, there's so many changes in in life and technology mm-hmm. that can happen in four and a half years. So, like, imagine the types of leaps and bounds that their programming made from the very first mm. thing they animated to the very last. No, thing. exactly. Which I, you know, once we, once we do get through, uh, the first mm-hmm. Shrek, I am very excited for when we get to talk about, you know, Shrek two and Shrek three mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, Shrek forever after. And then eventually we'll make, a, eventually we'll make our way up into the, uh, recent Puss in Boots movie, which yes. is a pro- absolutely incredible. probably one of the greatest <laughs> animated movies that have come out probably since into the spider-verse in my opinion yeah no and i think it's because it has a very similar feel to Mm -hmm. that movie no i agree i also i i fully agree with you but it's incredible i don't know i think that's a i think that was a pretty good amount of time for like a little intro right should we should we we just hop into it should we hop into these scenes let's talk about scene three let's talk about scene three let's do it uh so the first thing about scene three Mm-hmm. I feel like, at least at least in my opinion, this scene has some of the most iconic lines in it throughout the whole entire film. Yes, I, I wrote that down. I was like, this has the most quotable scene of the movie, I, almost. I, like, yes, <laughs> no, I feel like almost every, almost every line that is said in this scene, it's like people... Th- those are mm-hmm. the ones that people quote the most, right? Mm-hmm. The first one, which is, I don't know, personally my favorite, is, that is a nice boulder. <laughs> yes! <laughs> just, yes! I quote that all the time. Almost every time I see a giant yeah, rock. Yeah, it's, it's either, <laughs> listen, there's only so many rock lines you can quote, and it's that one, yeah. and it's the one from Spongebob. Uh, <laughs> and then yes. and then whenever you see a big rock, sometimes you can just go, it's the rock! And then that's about, and yeah. then that's it. Those are the only three. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. This, this, uh, this scene also has the, uh, absolutely iconic, the one that I already taught. I already said once I already quoted it. Um, and in the morning I'm making waffles. I'm making waffles. It's so, it's so good. And I remember, um, as I was watching the scene, like kind of like looking at, um, 
looking up some trivia and looking up some interviews. But I think uh, the direct, so the director uh, of the movie, as well as Eddie Murphy himself, were both very mm-hmm. much like on the same wavelength of this is Eddie Murphy's the best performance, like hands down best top tier. Like, and yeah. even Eddie has said that too. He's just like, listen, like I, I'll admit it, like doing Donkey was probably one of the best performances I've ever done in my career. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, like it just it it, it works, you know, it everything about it, just it, the one liners, just the 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 moments of there's this like uh, uh, like when Donkey is talking to Shrek right before Shrek's about to go into his hut uh uh Donkey's talking about like people like being around people. And then he says, and there's a big, awkward silence. And then there's a big awkward silence that uh-huh. follows. And then he goes, well, anyways, and he just barges his way into Shrek's hut. And Shrek's like just yeah. standing there like, I I don't know what's yeah. happening. And like that's such a testament to the actors and the editors. Mm. Because when you are in an animation and you are recording most of the time completely alone mm-hmm. and you're isolated, you are not, you don't have anyone to play off of mm-hmm. most of the time. Right. There are some exceptions. But in order to have those moments, those beats be as poignant as they are, mm-hmm. that that is difficult. It is. No, uh, absolutely. It, and that is on squarely on the shoulders of the actor to kind of feel, you know, the beats themselves and almost like see in their mind what the other actors are going to do and what they're going to say in their timing. Mm-hmm. And then the editors then have to take what the actor's done and make it fit. So it's just... It's just really impressive. Animation is voice acting is difficult. Yes, <laughs> extremely. I I think that um, difficult is definitely the word because I, I mean as you, I mean as you and I know, we're both theater people. Like we've done we've mm-hmm. done the auditioning thing. You know, we've auditioned in front of people. We've done online mm-hmm. auditions, which. Gosh, online auditions makes me makes me feel like a voice actor sometimes yeah. because there is yeah. there literally is nobody you're reacting to. There's nobody to kind of mm-hmm. like gauge how things are going. Um, but no, it really is, and I and like you said, I think it is a testament to not only the voice actors but the the sound editors and um, yeah. everybody that is in the booth with them, like recording these lines. It, I, it's just. It's so good. It's just it, yeah. all the moments make you feel like you're watching a, a live show with real people, right? Yeah. It's great. It's incredible. Yeah. And I just, I really love that beginning moment of this scene. Like the, the Shrek is leading Donkey mm-hmm. into a swamp <laughs> unwillingly, mm-hmm. but doing it. Um, and we're seeing the real dynamic here between these two. Because Donkey, his entire life, has been a pet, uh, um, entertainment. You know, like, I've got a talking donkey. How cool is that? Mm. Never really looked at as somebody with their own autonomy, right? And Shrek's doing the same thing right now, Mm. is essentially saying, like, no, you're a pet. You sleep outside. Mm -hmm. Like, that's, you you don't, you're not in here. You're not in this part. And he, I mean, he's essentially treating donkey the way he's been treated yeah no you're absolutely for most right. of his life yeah, yeah. absolutely it, yes i it's it's fu- it's interesting to see this you know from growing up with a movie and watching it constantly constantly but now like really taking the time to kind of mm-hmm. break things down and really like 
it, it, it does. It just it plays so well off of each other, right? Kind of seeing that, knowing what that evolution is, and seeing how that yeah. evolution of that friendship and that companionship start, right? Yeah. One thing that I wanted to bring up. Uh, so mm-hmm. when once once Donkey does go out, um, and it becomes like nighttime, and Shrek's like making dinner and everything for himself, um, he takes a big big old stick of wax out of his ear and uses yeah. it as a candle, right? Yeah. Nicole, have ever you have you ever heard of of earwax candles or have you ever heard of um uh, I th- I don't know exactly what they're called, but I do call I call them earwax candlesticks. Have you ever heard of those? No. Okay. So this is something that my my grandmother and I would do like every like okay. couple of months or so, right? So she would go to this health food store and she would buy these long um uh, 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 sticks that kind of were made of paper. They were like a thicker type of paper, maybe like a yeah. like a papyrus or something along <laughs> those lines, right? And what we would do is we would uh, take those and we would cut a little like a little slit into a uh, into a paper plate, and we would shove that uh, candlestick through. And you would put the pointy end in your ear. You would lay flat on the yeah. You would lay flat on the ground, and then at the top of it, you would light it. You would light the candle on fire, and basically, it would burn all the way down. And once it got down to the paper plate, you'd get up, you take it out, and you unroll it, and you would have earwax in the candle. So basically, it was using the suction of the fire and the lack of oxygen in there to bring like suck out the earwax in your ears. What? Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, right? Isn't that crazy? Yeah, no, that's literally something that my uh, my grandma and I would do like every couple of months or so. She, we'd like go to the health food store and we'd get these candle earwax and we would that's you know, so spend the next like 30 minutes just sucking out each other's <laughs> earwax with these candles. <laughs> what a great bonding. No, it's great. You know? Yeah, no, it's excellent. It's great. I but know, I don't that's I, hilarious. Yeah, no, but I don't know, just seeing that uh seeing that scene of him uh Taking <laughs> taking the wax out using them as candlesticks. I don't know that just reminded me of that, That's which I hilarious. thought was funny. I, well, that whole scene, that whole dinner moment there, mm-hmm. is so romantic. Mm-hmm. And for what? Like he yep. is alone. Exactly. Like, I I think though that really does kind of point to with the candle. Like he he wants a candlelight dinner so much that he's like going through the the process of like pulling it out his himself. Mm-hmm. He has fire going. Yeah. He has flowers on the table. Flowers that are not dead. That's what I was going to say too. I have that written down. I was like, it's so nice to see Shrek have fresh flowers on yeah. his table. Yeah, and I think really it shows like it, it it is like a foreshadowing to the point where like he does appreciate mm-hmm. a different type of beauty. Mm-hmm. But he's not supposed to. Right. You know, exactly. like that's the whole thing is like, oh, you know, he, he has to say, oh, gross, this, you know, later on in the movie, he talks about how like, ooh, gross, this princess is pretty mm-hmm. sure. But it's just like he appreciates that. And we see it in this scene with this dinner. He exactly. wants that kind of romantic, um, you know, traditional beauty moment. Right. And he has it. Exactly. No, it, it is. It is great. Um which, uh, you know, harking back to the the fire comment, even like uh, because because they weren't really sure how to animate fire, just seeing that like nice fire going in the in the um, in the fireplace was also really, mm-hmm. really nice. But once dinner starts, kind of gets a little bit interrupted. Right. Oh, yeah. And this is our first introduction 
of more of these fairy tale creatures, right? Specifically, mm-hmm. we get our first introduction of the three blind mice who uh, are voiced by uh, Simon J. Smith mm-hmm. and Christopher Knights. And uh, I don't know if you did any uh, looking up into this at all, Nicole, but um, Simon J. Smith uh, didn't really have a whole lot of other, from what I could tell, any like voice actor roles, mm-hmm. but he ended up going on to be uh, the director of Penguins of Madagascar. Which is Love another, that. which is another dream, uh, DreamWorks flick, um, uh-huh. but then also he was the director for uh, probably one of my favorite things about Shrek Two uh, was uh, Far Far Away Idol. <gasps> yeah, uh, yeah. I, I listen. I played those DVDs mm-hmm. until they couldn't play anymore. Yes. that's how much I loved that. Exactly. So he Prince was charming. The- seeing I'm too sexy will <sighs> live on forever. It's so good. It's so good. So he was the director for that, and then he was That's also awesome. the director of uh, Ghost of Farquad, which is like a little uh, hot, like oh, Halloween yeah. Yeah, short yeah. that they did. Um, and then on the other end of that, Christopher Knights, uh, who voiced the other, uh, uh, the other uh, blind mice, um, also is which we will meet at literally in the next scene is also the voice of Thelonious. <gasps> Thelonious. Yeah, oh, so, that's cool. So he does the voice of Thelonious, and then also he went on eventually to a voice private in Madagascar and in the subsequent Penguins movies as well. Nice. So nice little, you know, DreamWorks connection right there. They just, they like to keep it in the family, I guess. Yeah. Well, hey, that's just like a perfect example of once you get your foot in the door, you're mm. inside. Oh, like- <laughs> 100%. 100%. Yeah. My favorite thing to think of in this scene is like we're seeing this beautiful setup, this beautiful mm-hmm. thing on the table, and these mice are running around it, right? They knock over that jar of eyeballs. Mm, mm-hmm. Those eyeballs are a wide array of sizes, yes. by the way. So like that, you Shrek is... Um, Busy, yeah, <laughs> scooping out lots of different eyeballs, scooping out lots of different eyeballs. creatures. <laughs> yes, I I would like to I would like to think that uh, Shrek doesn't like to it, Shrek is not a waster, you know. So mm-hmm. you know, whenever he's whenever he's out doing his hunting for like fish mm-hmm. or slugs or whatever, he uses he uses the whole thing. He does not. He's like, nope, I'm yeah. not wasting anything right here. I'm I'm gonna use everything that yeah. I can. Well, here's a question I have for you. Do you mm-hmm. think that that jar of eyeballs is decoration or dessert? Ooh, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, mm, I'm going to go with, ooh, ooh, man. I know. So I think those specific eyeballs, I'm going to say they are for dessert. Okay. But I bet, I bet because of how long Shrek has been around and how long he's been doing this thing, I bet he has found, he's like, okay, these eyeballs are good for eating. These <laughs> eyeballs are, you know, good decor, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which I can say, I have, I actually have eaten an eyeball before. Um, what? I have, yeah. And from what, from, from what? So, um, <clears throat> there's this, uh, there's a dish called a brand, uh, a branzino. 
which is basically a fish, right? They give you, okay. they basically give you this whole fish, and then when they serve it to you, they you have the option of would you like it with the eyeball or without the eyeball? Oh. And I was like, when in Rome, baby, <laughs> give me the eyeball. And so I oh tried it, ate it, and you know what? Taste it, pop. Popped like a grape and taste, <laughs> tasted like salt. So, <laughs> oh my God. Well, all right. <laughs> I, I, I love that for you. I love that that is an experience you had. Yeah. Um, and I think my favorite part about the having those eyeballs on that table the whole time is that it, it just reminds us this, this ogre is an ogre. Like mm-hmm. at, at his core, he's an ogre. Yep. Like, <laughs> yeah, he, he is. Yes, there are a lot of like preconceived notions and stereotypes that are thrust on him from the guards and from other people that we mm-hmm. meet in the film. But at his core, he's an ogre. Like, he is. He, he is an ogre. He, yeah. yeah. And I think that those eyeballs just remind us of that in the midst of this very like romantic solo dinner that he's yeah, having. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, oh, right. He also still eats right, right. They were eyeballs. Hu- they were really humanizing him and they're just <laughs> yeah. like, Hey, just a reminder, this dude, <laughs> this dude is an ogre and he does yep. eat eyeballs and he does use his earwax as a candle. Exactly. <laughs> Which speaking of his ears, I love the fiction that <laughs> his ears smell like cheese. <laughs> But like, what kind of cheese? Like, I'm so uh, curious. Stinky cheese. Like a like a gorgonzola. Are we talking like a <laughs> like a, a like a fine aged brie? Like, what well, what kind of cheese are we talking about? I don't. What are the stinkiest cheeses? Oh, that's a good question. That was something I didn't look up. Um, I, I don't know. know. I do. Like I, I said, like I any- love I love gorgonzola. I think gorgonzola yeah. is a little stinky. I well, think that's a go. little stinky. Or like a Munster. Like a Munster is a little stinky. <laughs> Jarlsberg. Jarlsberg's pretty stinky. I don't I, I don't like stinky cheese, so yeah. I just I stay away from it I, whenever I can. I love all cheeses. But yeah. all cheeses does not love me. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> but that's okay. That's all that's all we're gonna talk about. Um one of the <laughs> mouse's names is Gorder, and I don't know what to do with that oh, information. <laughs> appreciate it that's that, what, that's all we can do yep nope you're absolutely right i just caught that and i was just like never heard that before what's the other that's, two's name we don't know that's so funny <laughs> one is just quarter um my okay so as soon as all of this happens w- like we immediately get a main disney princess yeah immediately like, yeah no hold like no holding back we get snow white we right then we get snow white which can we really call her disney princess as disney if disney themselves stole the idea from somebody else that's true that's true (laughs) um well actually um i was reading about this and before they um released this movie Mm -hmm. dreamworks had their lawyers watch it to see if Disney could sue them. Right. Yes, I did. I did catch that as well because of the, because of just so many um, likenesses. Right. Mm-hmm. And not even just like I mean, with the Snow White thing, like Snow White yeah. is quote unquote Disney. However, right. I don't know if Disney can. I mean, I'm sure at that point. Snow White it herself, like the the mm-hmm. fable of Snow White was in the public domain at that point. So, yeah. Like, and, and I uh, they also 
they're very careful until the line of that parody where, mm-hmm. where things, yeah. Cause parodies are legal. Yeah, um, exactly. And so they, they were very careful with that, but the, yeah, the DreamWorks lawyers had to watch it and approve it before they were even allowed to move forward. With I mean, <laughs> listen, it makes sense. They do make yeah. a lot of, they do take a lot of jabs uh, yeah. towards Disney and, you know, trying to, especially with, especially with DreamWorks still being yeah. a relatively new studio, um, that you don't want to make an enemy of Disney. Yeah. And especially for like, I mean, the people that created DreamWorks like originally came from Disney as well. Like they broke, yeah. broke off from Disney to kind of like do their own thing. And so right. really trying to watch your back. Cause at, at the end of the day, it's not just the company that's going to suffer. It's everybody else. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, good for them. Good for them for taking those precautions to like make sure like hey are we i mean we're we know we're towing the line but have we crossed it yet and the lawyers are like no 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 no. you're good you're good (laughs) yeah and thank you to those lawyers because now we have shrek exactly exactly (laughs) but you know we get the we get the introduction of the three blind mice we get the introduction Mm -hmm. of snow white and the dwarves and we get the introduction of the big bad wolf big bad wolf sleeping in the bed Dressed granny, up as dress, granny panties. Yeah, granny panties, <laughs> granny panties and all. Shower cap. I don't know what that thing's called. I don't, the thing that she wears, a, a bonnet. Yeah, a cap. I think, I don't know, bonnet, cap. I don't know. That's something. something I mean, like that. I'm also kind of wearing something on my head right now because <laughs> <A little laughs> I just got out of the shower. So I'm keeping my hair, keeping my hair dry. Yeah. Um, but no, we get so we get so many introductions. And then finally, when Shrek steps out, he sees that his swamp has been overrun with fairy it looks like creatures. a ren fair it does look like, like a ren straight fair. up looks like a renaissance festival <laughs> which i love i do love we love do it. we love a ren fair we you do know? we do <laughs> um but i did i did read that there were so for animation this was probably one of the hardest scenes to do because there were oh, yeah. over one thousand fairy tale creatures living in shrek swamp they they had to you know, continuously animate, right? Because you they're can't... all moving independently of each yeah. other too. Like that. Yeah. I mean, sure. You'll see like, sure. You'll see some like copies of mm-hmm. like, or like very similar work looking ones and they, pr- yeah. you know, but still that's just like in 2001, I mean, 19, ni- between 1996 and 2001, that is an absurd amount of bodies to animate yeah. And literally not crash your system. And they, they're they not just regular bodies either because we're seeing like animals moving yeah. and, and creatures flying and we're seeing puppets. Like, um, so we're, we're truly seeing different types of bodies and they had to like accommodate for that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I did, I did write down a list of all of the fairy tale creatures that I managed to see. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you, I, I don't know if you saw the same ones that I did, but I saw, uh, I saw some elves, mm-hmm. whether of the Lord of the Rings variety or the Santa variety, we'll never know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but elves all the same. Uh, I saw some witches, saw a couple mm-hmm. of witches. I thought was oh, good. Yeah. The, the, the landing strip for the, the yes, 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 yes. <laughs> oh, so good. Incredible. Um, I saw the Pied Piper. Yeah. Which, uh. Pied Piper plays a pipe and all the rats come. Yeah, which, and there was a lot of them. There was a lot of rats. A lot of rats. A lot of rats. <laughs> uh, we see Papa Bear and Baby Bear. Who, and Papa Bear is comforting Baby Bear because lest we forget that Mama Bear was um, like separated from them yes, in yes. the last scene. And Yes. Oh, my gosh. Oof. Yeah. Nope. Don't like that. <laughs> it's so sad. 
uh, we see, and then uh, the other the other one that I caught that kind of like they kind of stayed on for a minute, so I was able mm-hmm. to catch them were uh, the three fairies from Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, was it Flora, Fauna, and oh. uh, Fair? Oh. I think it's another F. Fairy isn't weather. It? Fairy weather. Mary weather. Mary weather. Mary weather. There it is. Fairy weather. Fairy weather. Uh, fairy weather. <laughs> Mary weather. Yeah. Yeah. I think Mary that's weather. right. Yeah. So I, I caught those three as well, which is, yeah. you know, obviously another not jab at Disney, but just like a nod. Hey, here you go. <laughs> wink nod. <laughs> yeah. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Hey, we yeah. took we took your fairies. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Those are the ones I saw. I don't know if you saw any that I that I missed or not. Well, I mean, obviously, there's the the big ones that end up being larger characters in mm. the story that we see right here in this moment. We we do see Pinocchio and we see the the three pigs. Um, yes, those, those three German pigs. <laughs> those three German pigs. Uh, yep. Yes, yeah, we do see Pinocchio, who um, is actually voiced by Cody Cameron, mm-hmm. uh, who actually Cody Cameron also not only does Pinocchio but also does the three pigs as well. Incredible. Yeah, so uh, um, Cody Cameron, also a really, uh, really cool voice actor, also did a couple of other things with uh, mm-hmm. DreamWorks as well. Um, most notably, he played uh, Mr. Weenie in Open Season. Uh, nice. And then he also played uh, Willie in uh, Madagascar. Those were the two that I saw uh, from DreamWorks, nice. other than Pinocchio and uh, right. the Three Pigs. So, Yeah, and we get, we get two of... Again, we we mentioned ahead of time, like this is these are a really a big quotable scene. We get two really quoted lines mm-hmm. right back to back here with uh, Shrek's uh, "What are you all doing in my swamp?" Yep. Which uh, this line when they were f- putting the movie together, putting everything together, everything was done. They realized that Mike Myers had never recorded this line. <gasps> Oh my gosh. Yeah. And so they were trying to put it all together and Mike was like already moving on to the next project and stuff. So yeah. they met up with Mike in New York and recorded this line in the back of a limo. Shut up. Yeah. yeah. So because they, they just needed it. It was the it was the last little bit that they didn't have. So that line was the last thing recorded for Shrek 1. That's insane. Yeah. Oh my god. Could you imagine That's I mean that 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 is Shrek, right? Yeah, 100%. As what are you do like what are you, are you doing, doing in my, my swamp? swamp? Like that that's like if anything that is Shrek's yes. catchphrase, right? And they forgot. They forgot it. <laughs> they forgot. They just completely they were just like, "Oh, that's just out of our mind. We yep. forgot." Wow. Wow. Yeah. And then f- just flying to flying to New York. Huh. Yeah. I oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then we have that that um, the th- one of the three pigs lines that come right after that. Ever, I mean, I know I quoted a lot. The he hoofed and he poofed and he signed an eviction notice. Oh yes, <laughs> he hoofed and he poofed and he signed an eviction notice. <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't I don't know why I don't know why the pigs are German. I don't think I don't I'll either. Ever but understand I understand why it. the pigs are German. But it just it works and it makes sense. Yeah, it is a choice that I am I am here for truly. It is. Um, so as we're as we're approaching the end of the scene, you know, Shrek is r- reluctant enough to have mm-hmm. Donkey show him show him the way to Lord Farquaad's house, right? Yeah. And then we have a we, we have a small moment that I caught and I'm I'm curious. Um 
we have a small moment where these birds kind of like drape this uh, uh, like cape of roses on him. Yeah. I'm wondering, I, I'm wondering if that's a if that's a reference to the Wizard of Oz. Oh, it could be. It could be. I also so um, in horse racing. Mm-hmm. When the horse wins, they drape uh, like a cape of roses on the oh, horse that wins. Oh, you're right. So, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- I think like that could be maybe a, a, a wink nod to both of those things. Yeah, kind of like showing. Yeah, kind of. Uh, um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Best pony. <laughs> <laughs> like Shrek is the best pony. <laughs> That's a nice pony. <laughs> that's a that's a nice pony. Uh, but yeah, no, I saw that and I was like, oh, that's cool. Like I like that. And th- yeah. my my original thought went to uh, so like when you know the, when, they're, when they're all in Oz and uh, the lion is having his big song and yeah, they like drape this like cape of yeah. cape of flowers on him. But that that's what immediately came to my mind. But that's I like def- the, I like the yeah. pony. I like the pony thought too, though. That no, that I think I think that makes sense because uh, like the the lion there in that moment is, um, you know, kind of puffing his chest and he's doing something that he, uh, is, uh, is afraid of. Um, mm-hmm. and I think in this moment, Shrek's doing something similar. So yeah. I think that's a really good point. Like, look at, look at yeah. you go. Look at, nice pull. <laughs> nice pull. Right. And then finally we end with, you know, a, just a great scene of mm-hmm. donkey singing. And then Shrek's like, you got to stop it. He's yeah, like, all right, well, can I whistle it? He's like, no. Can I hum it? And Shrek's like, all right, fine. And then he just starts humming. And he's like, what did I get myself into? <laughs> um, yeah. Which uh, the song, another another little pop culture reference, uh, donkey starts singing uh, on the road again, which mm-hmm. was uh, originally sung by Willie Nelson and which was uh, released in 1980. So. Nice. Just all of the all of the generations, all of the decades, yeah. just in this one <laughs> little hour and forty five minute film. Truly, just incredible. So we're we're coming to the end. Um, so one thing I wanted to do before we left mm-hmm. is I have a, I have a question for you. It's Ooh, a really yes. it's a really big question. <clears throat> oh my gosh, I don't know how I feel about big I questions, know, I but know. Um, I guess we'll see. So if you had to, okay. Which fairy tale character would you choose to be your roommate? Ooh. Ooh, okay. What fairy tale creature would I choose to be my roommate? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Do you already have an answer for this? I do have an answer. I would love to I would love to hear your answer. Okay, so my answer <laughs> probably isn't gonna make any sense, okay. but the wicked witch. And here's why. Let me tell okay. you why. Give it to me. Dealing with landlords sucks, right? Mm. Sometimes you need to have like a pretty stiff backbone. Mm-hmm. Who has that? The <laughs> Wicked Witch. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. She can fight my battles for me. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. But just don't get her wet. No, no. Don't do that. <laughs> no. Can't, you can't get her wet. <laughs> um, okay. That's a good one. Um, so I think for me then... I think my answer would probably be I'm going to say the big friendly giant. 
from from BFG. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I would like. Wow. I would love for him you need to be a big my house. <laughs> yeah, big. You know what? That's fine though. I can move in. I can move in with him. Mm-hmm. I just need. You know, I just need a, like a little corner and everything. But I don't know. Carry, I feel like step stool around. Yeah, I feel like he would just be a nice, nice roommate. You, you know, he'd yeah. make like a big pot of stew, and he'd just say, "I made some stew." Do you want some stew? And I'm like, yeah, dude. And he'd have like his own like little bowl for me and everything. And it's, you know, obviously it's not little to me, but for right. him, it's, it's teeny tiny. Oh um, man. Yeah, I, I would have to answer. say I would have to say the BFG. I like it. Good answer. <laughs> yes, but well, I think that I Nicole, think, I think that brings that episode to a close. I think it did. And you know what? I, I had so much fun with this that so I think instead of taking a two and a half year break, I think we might just do another episode next month. Yeah. Let, let's do this again next month. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah. Episode, just... episode four, scene four. Wow. Yeah. Let's do it. Awesome. That sounds like a good plan. Oh, well, well, thank you everybody for listening so very much. Uh, my name's Brayden. And I'm Nicole. And you just got shrekt. You got tricked. You got tricked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm walking the ball, go, ball, go. go.